Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today, we are here to discuss the Hunger Games prequel that just released this weekend in cinemas, the uh, Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I've just gotten back from watching the movie. Here are my thoughts. So, first, let's start with the good. I feel that this movie overall is an okay movie i just want to say that off the bat um everything i say as regards either side uh, i feel like the good points are going to be quicker so don't take that necessarily as me not liking this movie i do think this is a fun movie in its own right and a worthwhile entry to the uh hunger games saga so to speak um but i do think there are a few things that could have been done better and so i will be going into those a little bit more detail then perhaps um, some of the, the, the good points. So first off, I want to say that the art direction in this movie felt really good. I think it lost a little bit of vibrancy that is in some of the later movies, but there's an understanding of why that is throughout the piece because there's an idea that this is um, pre-kind of the Hunger Games really becoming what they're meant to be later on in the, in the original movies, in the original texts. Um, by the way, as a side point, I am not read The Hunger Games, so I am going fully off the movies for this, the originals, and then obviously this new one. So I am not fully informed like I would be perhaps with other things that we have discussed slash, uh, slash watched in the past. So understand that like this is through the lens of a moviegoer specifically in this instance. Now, with that said, I, I do think this movie was was pretty still. It was, it was very well done. I think there were some very, very captivating shots, especially later in the movie when you see some of District 12 and you see kind of the juxtaposition of this kind of life that's meant to look as if it's not at all um, worth living, and yet these shots are, like, beautiful and there's, like, greenery everywhere, and then you've got the capital, which is, like, this life that is meant to be led and it's all dark and grey, especially the snow apartment really depicts that. Very interesting as well that we do have the same director for this movie as did the uh, second, third, and fourth of the original films. Um, I forget the name off the top of my head, but that's very interesting because I feel like this was a lot more toned down than those movies, but again, that is kind of the modus operandi of this film, so to speak. Uh, I also think that the acting and the actors in this movie were really good. Uh, I didn't necessarily vibe with Rachel Ziegler much in this movie, but I think the rest of the cast was good at what they needed to do. Um, Viola Davis's uh, Doctor Gall was one of my one of my favorites. Every time Doctor Gall was on on screen, I just you didn't know quite what she was going to do, and I really enjoyed that. Um, I also really liked. Um, uh peter dinklage's casca high bottom because you didn't really know what his game was and then of course later on it's revealed and again very good in that way um I, and of course the main character of uh i believe is it tony blythe's um coriolanus snow um very very intriguing very fun character to follow especially because we know where coriolanus ends up um in the in the original um texts again again and obviously the books um and obviously the film should i say um so it, it's it's interesting to see the kind of origin of that character it's like the palpatine movie i always wanted 
uh, for Star Wars in in a way. Um, so it's really interesting to get that kind of insight into into a villain, um, especially into like the antagonist. Let's say because villain is perhaps in this movie especially um, a little bit more of a a, a hard term to follow because in this movie I, I do think you begin to feel for Corio as they note him throughout the film and of course his um his wayward lover in the film Lucy uh, Lucy Gray you kind of kind of feel for them and you kind of wonder um you, you do that thing that you do and I know everyone else has done this at least once or twice where you watch a movie and you think it's going to end differently you think it's going to happen differently I do it a lot with um Revenge of the Sith I always think, Anakin, if you just thought of, like, if you just did this one thing differently, everything would be okay. And and that's kind of, like, what I, um, what I kind of felt like watching, it, it felt like that watching this. It felt like, oh my gosh, maybe this will be, like, oh, maybe this is the thing that, like, doesn't send him down that path. And actually, you know, every, every point you know that that's what's going to happen, which is a really interesting thing to follow, or the idea that, you know, in, in your mind, you're wanting to kind of avert this tragedy for this character, even though you know it's coming. I think that's why people love tragedy in a way, because even if you can see it coming a mile off, because, you know, going into this movie, anyone who has watched a Hunger Games movie um, or read the Hunger Games books knows how this goes down, so to speak. And yet, um, and yet you still kind of root for them and you still kind of want things to go differently. And that's a really interesting... Um, takeaway from the beginning of this movie um so that was really fun i really like all the characters i think a lot of um a lot of keen insight was put into into picking dialogue option like dialogue in this movie and how the dialogue spun out and don't get me wrong sometimes i think there was points where the dialogue would for the typical audience score even including myself be a bit much to kind of grasp on because i feel like for example the names of characters in the hunger games um world similar to actually and this is probably the best um an analogy you're going to get to um uh margaret atwood's uh what's it called it's not coming to me right now i'm i, I can offer it i can see offer it in my head i know i know that handmaid's tale there we go um so you know, very similar ideas, the idea that there's this fallout, this war, this, thus a new state formed in America, you know, in um, uh, in Handmaid's Tale, it's Gilead, in uh, Hunger Games, it's Panem. The same ideas with obviously different outcomes as regards the, the way in which they survive from this. But I find it very interesting that both of these different worlds try and reinvent how names are given to people which i find interesting as a, as a locus of control kind of a thing like how, um maybe that's the wrong term but what i mean is like how uh like apparatus control more more like like how how a state might control its people by deciding how names are given and and also the fact that like these names are very out of this world even though these stories are set very much in the real world so it makes you have this distance from it but I, I find that sometimes there was a little bit of to me um struggle with that i i i'm a person who you know who 
watches Star Wars and is very invested in Star Wars. And I felt like in this one, it was very hard to follow all the different characters and all their names. And I don't feel like it was very specific in 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 like saying those names. Like I didn't know Snow's friend's name in this like properly how it might be not not necessarily spelt because i i feel like you can't just like flash up a name on screen every time but i felt like i didn't know what the name was until i saw it spelled out and then i was like oh it's sejanus but before that i was like that that did not come across at all uh, as intended so to speak and and, you know obviously it's, it's hard when a movie's on the screen to kind of convey all the information that you might be able to when someone watches it later as um like either on a streaming service or as a dvd which is weird to say in this day and age dvd but you know what i mean um i think it's a really uh it's a really difficult thing to convey anyway but i think this movie did struggle with that a little bit but aside from that i think it was a really the world building of this movie is really well done as well i think you really get this sense of an oppressive pan am even uh when you're dealing with like the the, the televisions and and the uh the kind of the uh how do you put it the pomp of of the hunger games so to speak and obviously a cat again the the where that where that evolves to come um come the uh the next uh the next 64 years within the universe um with all that said i do have a few issues with the movie myself um one, I feel like the movie tried to do too much. There's three parts. It's a three-act movie, so to speak, which is weird because even though every movie is kind of split up into three parts and you can very easily do that, it was weird to see it split up in such a way. So obviously to the audience, I don't think many audiences would go in and say, oh, there's part one, there's part two, there's part three. But in in this movie, obviously, it's very obviously the case. and. So I feel like this movie could have been two movies. I feel like you could have very much had the first part of this movie be the the Hunger Games part of the movie, and the the next part of the movie be kind of the fallout of the Hunger Games, and you know, you, very similar to the 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 original um, four films. You know, the very um, me mocking Jay was split up for a reason. I feel like this movie could have very much done the same way. I also think that would have been great for allowing some parts of this to breathe. Um, because my my issue, I've got to be honest, with um how do I put it? My my issue with this movie is that it doesn't explain enough. And I I usually hate explanation in movies movies, especially um exposition, but I think this movie just kind of assumes that you know it all. And don't get me wrong, I get that this movie is this movie is kind of a solo or a, a Rogue One type movie, right? It expects that you've watched, you know, at least one Star Wars movie or at least one, um, uh, like Star Wars, I don't know, show or whatever, um, or, or or like kind of like Marvel, like it's like watching Endgame without without having watched the re- watched the rest. And I get that to a degree, right? I get that this movie is intended for fans, so I agree that to a part of that, you kind of have to go with the idea that you should have some rudimentary knowledge of the hunger games before you go in go into this movie but i feel like it would have been very easy to have a scene in this movie where the idea of the hunger games is spelled out 
either for a class of students, which this movie is based around a lot of students anyway, um, at the uh, the kind of academy in the capital, um, or something to kind of really hit home to the audience what's going on before you dive them into it. I also feel like the Hunger Games themselves were very a lot lesser in this movie than they were kind of in in the originals. Uh, I know that the Hunger Games didn't really feature lords and lords in the movies in the end, because, you know, the Hunger Games is kind of like the setup as to why things start to go wrong, right? It's more of a um, it's more of a catalyst, and it, very much so in this movie too, but I feel like this one didn't, it didn't really hit the same vibe for me in that way. Uh, and I, I know they kind of, there was things in place to make it more interesting, so to speak, but I feel like the I feel like it kind of left a lack of desire to me. Like, I wonder how that would have gone if it weren't for the rebel bombings, for example. Like, those who watch the movie will understand, but the arena, for example, is sparse and unintriguing. And it kind of was just left a lot of questions in my head about, like, the intent behind a lot of the, the movie choices. Um, it felt kind of like you could have made it into this really verbose thing, and it kind of just felt like it was haphazard in a lot of areas. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm talking entirely out of my my uh, backside on this one. Because, again, I, I you know, obviously I go into these movies and I try and watch a plethora of movies now to kind of discuss with you guys, etc. So I don't necessarily always go for movies that are, you know, one hundred percent like in my my wheelhouse. Like some, like a lot, a lot of the movies over the past year that I've gone and watched, I watch because I'm vaguely interested, of course, but because I I want to discuss more movies on this podcast too, which is a good thing. Um, so I go to more movies than perhaps my my regular Marvel intervals or my regular Star Wars jaunts, so to speak. So um, I I can't say i know everything about hunger games i can't say i'm super clued upon them i can't say i haven't watched maybe i've watched the, the other films like once or twice so i'm definitely going into this one as a general viewer which is a nice place to come from for a change um as regards the films um but yeah so i i feel like this was to me um a little bit assumptive of where you were as regards what the Hunger Games are and were. And I think I think the difference for me is, and don't get me wrong, I think I think most movies should try to cater to the largest audience possible. I also think sometimes it's okay for a movie to say, actually, no, we're not doing that because um this is the movie we want to create and this is the movie that I think is what we need. And it's got some assumptions about other media that you've watched. I think that's good too. I think there's there's room for both. In, in a sense. But what I think is... Um, I've lost my train of thought there. Oh, gosh, no. Uh, what I think is um, problematic with this one is... That's what I was going to say, okay. Is that there's not been a Hunger Games movie for a number of years now. And so, if you want to reignite interest in that f- brand, in that franchise, and I do understand that the uh, Ballad of, of Songbirds and Snakes book came out only a few years ago, so it kind of fresh in everyone's mind who read that book. But um, 
I, I think if you want to reignite interest in the brand on a film basis, you should try and appeal to a wider audience and thus um, try and make everyone kind of understand what's going on, as opposed to something like even something as 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 recent as the Marvels, which I watched last week, which A, did explain some of the things that had gone on with certain characters, but B, like the movies that, that those characters are referencing came out in the past, generally speaking, five years. You know? So it's like it kind of still fits within the in the, the general cultural conscious, so to speak. Um so yeah, I, I think this was a good movie. I think it has its flaws. I think um, it definitely could have spread into two movies. I think it raced to, to plot points sometimes. I feel like maybe some of the characters could have been fleshed out better. Um, and also it felt like maybe in points it was slightly repetitive um, as, as a few other side points, so to speak. But generally, I did enjoy the movie. I think it's as worthwhile as the other Hunger Games movies. Um, I think... What I also think was very good, and, I, and this is one good point I do want to expand upon, is it's very refreshing to watch a movie that is brutal with its characters. And what I mean by that is not in the in the like noir or the really dark sense of like something like The Boys, for example. I don't mean like that. But what I do mean is in the sense of like if I need to kill a character to prove a point in the story, or if I need to kill a character because that is the sort of the stakes then th that is what i shall do and so you kind of get this really under really um key understanding of the hunger games universe very quickly because you understand that all these people are fighting to survive right and that is real like any person could die at any point there was a certain few in this movie that like there was there's points in this movie i actually jumped i will say that um and there were certain points of this movie that are really poignant as well. And I think that's what Hunger Games really does, despite it being, and I, I say this in the nicest way possible, um, young adult fiction. It does really hit at certain points that core point. The, the, the thing that it says is that it, the, the movie discusses humanity, like the characters discuss humanity. And I think the movie really cap captures that at some point. What is humanity? How do we act um, in in certain scenarios? Um, and there's one moment in the movie that I actually thought was really, really poignant is where um, a, a number of the contestants, obviously the Hunger Games being the Hunger Games, a number of the contestants have passed. And there's this moment where another contestant basically lays a flag across um, these contestants. And the way it's done just it, it, it's meant to signify the idea that because there's this idea that the capital believes that the core um, part of being human is is that you can redu be reduced to a beast so to speak whilst the district version of that is essentially that even even at the, at the last moment that this is about being good and the weight on your soul and even if you do these things, are you doing these things because it's for, you know, it, it, there's a reason or or whatever. And, you know, Snow goes back on that, so to speak, whilst these contestants really understand that this is them losing their humanity because they have to. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of poignant moments in the movie. 
And what I think I'll, I'll leave you guys on is what I find to be the real summation of this movie for me, the real last critique I can give on this movie, is that this movie tried to understand how the Hunger Games became more personable, how the Hunger Games began to garner the interest of its audience. I don't know whether the movie necessarily succeeded at what the Hunger Games itself was trying to do. Um, I liked it. Again, this is what I'm saying. I liked it, but I don't know if I'd... Let's just say if the Hunger Games as a movie was a contestant in said Hunger Games, I don't know if I'd donate to it. Um, and we'll sort of leave it there. Um, that said, I really, I, I really found it to be uh, a movie I wanted to like, and I don't dislike it. I think there's a lot of good in this movie, and I think it's nice to have another franchise that has kind of left itself to breathe for a bit, come back to the fore, um, and we'll see what happens regards that going forward but for now um a very fun uh few hours if you're interested in spending them um thank you guys for watching slash listening as always i hope you have enjoyed and uh with that i'll see you guys later bye guys <laughs>